and you are all very welcome back to not the Cone Channel. It's the Can Projects Podcast. Whoopsie. <laughs> Sorry, we're still getting oh, well. used. We're still getting used to this studio here at the moment. Yeah, you see, the problem is we get it really good, and then we go, do you know what would be better, and then fiddle around with it <laughs> and make it better. We make it better, yeah, but sometimes we make it, you know make little oopsies when we change the system that bit. Yeah, it's okay. And oopsies are oopsies are okay in my book. Oh, yeah. So today, Chris, we're going to talk, we're going to do, again, not a deep dive, we're going to do, this is going to be a brief show where we're going to talk a little bit about sustainability and the environment, because we've got a guest coming in soon um, who's going to talk about waste and zero waste and the circular economy. And this is an area that we're going to give a lot of uh, coverage on, um, and that and including environmental issues. We just did a little talk there about wellness and we do see the environment and wellness as heavily, heavily kind of, connected. Uh, kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, they're heavily, yeah. They're heavily connected. So, um, that's why we're going to cover this. And in, during our research, we found some really interesting stuff, um, that are kind of, uh, would be, you could do a whole other thing on, on, on covering. Oh some yeah. Stuff. Um, so, you know. I saw some really interesting stuff in the news that caught my eye, okay, and what that kind of set me off. A solar-powered car that produces more energy than it uses. Than it uses, yeah. That was from the same team that made the solar-powered uh, camper van as well, wasn't it? Yeah. They're, uh, was, they, they're Dutch, I think. Was that right? Yeah. 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 That was in your own news this week. Hmm which aren't terribly well known for their sunshine. So for like a solar powered vehicle to work over there, it must be a very good solar powered vehicle. Yeah. You know? it's, yeah, it's cool. It's really Because um, the camper van, what, got 172 miles to a day's charge? It was pretty, it was pretty impressive, like. Hmm. Well, actually, I've got a, I've actually, I've got a picture over here, I'll tell you. We'll, we'll, uh, that's our lovely oh. website, by the way, if you'd like to um, check us out. You yeah, because there's lots more on the website. Um, we, we have a great astrophotography exhibition at the moment, and we have an up-and-coming Be Now exhibition. Yeah, oh, that's on the water impeller turbines, isn't it? Oh, sorry, yeah, we're going to go to that next. Sorry, this is the... Um, that's the car there. That's their car. Yeah, that's their car. Yeah, it looks streamlined anyway. You know, very little wind resistance on that. Yeah. I wonder, but, uh, yeah. I wonder, will we be seeing many more of them? It looks like we will. Hopefully. Because, yeah, like, I mean, the current system, to get back onto topic, is not sustainable. We know that. No. It's not sustainable. No. Now, okay. there is now, other alternatives out there which might exactly. be useful as well. Well, that's it. And I don't, um, and just because I'm saying it's not sustainable doesn't mean I think we need to scrap the whole thing either, okay? That's not what I'm saying. No. What I'm saying is, is that there's lots of other options out there and we seriously need to look at them. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, in terms of, like, diesel vehicles, right? They can be converted over to LPG or biomethane. Because, um, like, an electric vehicle for, like, transport, like, for trucks and things, isn't terribly practical. Because there's a diminishing returns on the battery size. Because the heavier the vehicle, the more power it needs, the bigger the battery the more weight there is, the less range there is. Yeah. That's so it. other things like, you know, biodiesel and LPG, and that'd be good for kind of the interim, or 
even um, the hydrogen vehicles is really exciting to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sure. I didn't meet the, the Dublin bus here in Ireland. Just got its first uh, hydro bus en route. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was one down the country as well, has a route as well. Um, I think it was in Turles or something like that. So to explain, Chris, to anybody who might may not have heard of um, hydro uh, electricity, how does that work? Well, basically, right, when you combine things together or separate them, energy is released. Um, in the body, like adrenaline triphosphate breaks into adrenaline diphosphate and that sets off energy. What the hydrogen car does is it takes hydrogen and bonds it with oxygen, producing water, and it uses that to produce the energy. Yeah. So the only emission that this vehicle would have is water. <laughs> so it's what you yeah. can call a clean resource, energy resource, effectively. Yes. Um, now, making hydrogen isn't 100% clean yet, but there's some exciting mm. technology on the horizon for making cleaner hydrogen. Yeah, and that's only the stuff we're hearing about. There's lots of stuff we haven't no. heard about yet as well, I'm sure. Um, they're using, they're using a solar panel to make the cleaner hydrogen yeah. as part of its process. So they're producing electricity and hydrogen. <laughs> and then to kind yeah. of to kind of turn that on its head a little bit, we were we were looking up, well, what are the what are the wasteful industries? And top of the list, guess what? Surprise, surprise, is the batteries that we're using. Is is mm. they're incredibly bad for the environment because they use toxic chemicals. That yeah. end up in landfill, basically, is it? Yeah. Most and of it ends up in no, landfill, Chris. Is that? I'm not off on that, am I? Not as bad as it used to be. Yeah. Because there's a lot of battery recycling initiatives. And some of them are really good. Like the Laura Lynn Foundation, you can donate your batteries to them and they get the money that's produced from recycling the battery. Nice. They also do a phone recycling program as well because phones are pretty like bad for carbon footprints. That's yeah, why you should probably keep your phone as long as possible. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, funny enough, you you mentioned that because the batteries now are usually the first thing to go in. Um, yeah. In the phones, the the new batteries. What are they? The lithium ion is that what we're lithium using? Lithium ion. Yeah. 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 Um, there is some research into a sodium battery, so that's using salt. Wow. And that shows some promising results because it retains what they have so far retains the energy for longer. And it's more efficient. A lot less. Yeah, and there's a lot less degradation of the battery from recharging. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And uh, well, was there something I was going to mention there? What was it? Um, oh, it'll come back to me. I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, that was there was there was the fuel. Fuel was top of the list as a wasteful industry. And yeah. Agriculture came into that. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then the other one was the fashion industry. So a good hmm. way to do good where you kind of go, oh, the fashion industry, why, why would that be? Well, it's because they want to put out as much, as often as they can. Yeah. With no, with, but also with, a lot of the processes they use involve a lot of toxic chemicals and a lot of, you know, um, yeah, well, it's kind of geared towards the idea that you know you need a new, you need a new this or a different color. This is yeah. the color that's in this season, you know, yeah. this yeah. this kind of thing. And um, like you've, I, if if anything, you notice they're not really saying that anymore. No, that seems to have kind of gone. I, I've been noticing that a lot of places are advertising like we only use organic cotton now. Yeah. You know, yeah, there is a bit of a shift there. Yeah, but there's very little being mentioned about the dyes they're using. Right. Um, like there's an area. In some country, it could be Afghanistan, I'm not 100% sure off the top of my head, where 
like they have to ship in drinking water because making denim has actually made all the water and the aquifer in the area toxic. <laughs> so they don't actually have water to drink because well, listen, of the denim. We're in a, we're, listen, like we, we're, this is kind of what the age we're in. We're in the age of information and, and, and the technological mm. revolution, but we're kind of, po- we're like, it's kind of like the, I don't know what would you call it this, but it's like the post initial industrial stage or maybe yeah. it's like the post free um eco revolution for industry mm. you know we've kind of hey, look if any futurist is right i hope it's roddenberry you know <laughs> good old gene roddenberry um so back to agriculture, Chris, you had some interesting ideas on that and we, we looked into it there and there are, there are companies in Ireland already working hmm. on this stuff where they extract uh, biogas. Yeah. And um, like, it's basically what they're doing is they're fermenting waste food. Well, not waste food. These things are all resources that just aren't being tapped properly at the moment. But like when you cut your grass, that grass, when it rots, gives off methane and methane is similar to butane which is your normal household gas so there's a few companies in the in the country have started up taking in food waste and garden waste and agricultural waste like um animal slurries and yeah and chris that kind of ties back to something that our guest that will be coming in from zero waste jack o'sullivan likes to talk about which is the circular economy oh yeah that everything can be go back to the beginning of the circle like, I'm saying waste here, but waste really should be, like, at the very end, after everything useful has been done with, there should be a minuscule amount of waste left. Yeah. <clears throat> it's know? not waste until you, un- until it's not useful anymore. Um, and, and That's like, it. People are still people are finding use for waste. So probably as we go mm. on, hopefully there'll be less and less waste as we go on. There's another interesting thing on, on a skew, Chris, was um, we were looking into how... Um, basically, you could call you could call it wasteful or dirty or bad for the environment. Bitcoin mining is. Oh what yeah, about that as a topic. I mean, that's 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 causing some crazy issues in the world. Like, yeah, I mean, if you thought that the, if you thought Butter Mountain was bad, wait until you check out Bitcoin Mountain. Okay, where yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. piles and piles and piles of old, burnt out CPUs and graphics cards. You know, and if to me, it's like another gold rush, really. Like, is is what's yeah. going on there? Yeah, and um, I mean, it's it's but, also there's a lot of things being bought up with Bitcoin to be stockpiled to make Bitcoin more valuable. Yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of like everyone's going, oh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, but eventually the bubble is going to burst. And Bitcoin's going to be worth nothing. Well, but, it kind of did. We had Tesla come in there and buy out a massive share, and then they kind of it's like, oh, um. We're not really going to do it. Is that what, ha- what happened on that? I'll have to I'll have to research that again. But anybody who kind of follows Elon Musk or Tesla or stuff yeah. like that would know. Um, they yeah, invested um, heavily in Bitcoin there recently, and so, they kind so, of they so, kind of they kind so, of like decided actually we're not going to go with that. Yeah, they they basically just took it out of the pool. They went, yeah, nope, this this yeah. Bitcoin's disappearing. They kind of said a um, lie to it, basically. Yeah, so, and it's gone. Yeah. And there was, um, I think it was Jeff Bezos made up his own one as well, didn't he? He, he decided yeah, to make a lot like, of them. There's a lot of them out there, yeah. There's a lot of them now, but I think he was one of the first ones that kind of went, I'm going to make my own. Yeah. And uh, like his became popular because it was backed by Jeff Bezos. It was on the, it was on the Bezos standard. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. So back to solutions, okay? Because uh, we're going to wrap it up now in a moment. But another yeah. thing that came up that we were talking about this years back, Chris, is uh, turbines inside pipes. Okay, I'm going to show yeah. it now in a second. But to explain the concept, okay, we could have these things. Well, it was probably not going to happen in Ireland anytime soon because we can't even get the no. leakage that's coming out of the pipes right. Okay, yeah. but I'm only guessing, but I'd imagine that like if we put enough of an investment in to redo the pipes and cut back on waste and m make it so that it's actually generating energy, which is what these turbines do. If you've got mm. water traveling through a pipe, a pipe. turning a, a turbine that's connected to basically a DC motor or, or whatever it is they're doing, yeah. it will generate electricity. So uh, yeah. every like time we turn on our tap... That is energy. But, like the flow of water, there's energy there. There's a flow of water and energy happening. And it's and not, it, 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 you know, it's it's, it's energy that's just untapped. It's an untapped yeah, it's resource. It's completely unused. Like, even if it's only presiding like 1% of the national grid, it's 1% less, you know, fossil fuels. It's 1% in, right in the right direction, not yeah, the wrong it. direction. You know, yeah. 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 You have to, you don't look at it as like, you know, Small steps, like the yeah, journey absolutely. of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Absolutely. You know? So and, there's um, a few of them. That, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a nightclub in England where all the power in the nightclub is generated by people dancing. Yeah. In the floor. What is it? They've got piezo crystals in the yeah, floor. Yeah. Uh, tourmaline, tourmaline piezo pads on the floor and... Which like basically, for anybody that doesn't know, that might sound really kind of technical, I suppose it is, but... Um, it, it just basically means that you've got like kind of a, a material that anytime that there's pressure on it, it generates an electrical charge. So if you, yeah, you've got okay. a dance club and people are dancing and walking and, and standing on the floor, them pressing down on that generates an electrical charge. And it's, what was it you said, Chris? It powers the lights of the club. Is that right? It powers the lights and the PA system and the, the everything. Like the, yeah. the, the, the nightclub stores a little bit of energy at the end of the night to get started the next night mm. but like pretty much everything that's powered in it like the the free the fridges for the drinks and the monitors and everything is powered by dancing and untapped resources is another topic that we plan on to 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 um mm. to cover heavily because that's not just um again that comes on kind of for me kind of comes under waste a little bit that mm. you know it's a, it, 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 it's something that we could be doing that's sustainable and that can be and, that can be anything from the infrastructure that we use as far as yeah. our pipes to people. Yeah. People are the biggest untapped resource. I mean, for a long time, everybody who was making decisions was pretty much the same as everybody else making decisions. People of privilege, yeah. I think, Chris, is yeah. the word you're reaching for there. Oh. That's it. And, um, like, I know from personal experience that some people of privilege have never had to come up with a solution. They just talk. I, I, I hate to sound like I'm against people of any sort, but mm -hmm. um, like if you've never swept the floor, you don't know how a sweeping brush works. And that's actually something from my life. I had to teach like someone who was pretty much an adult how to use a sweeping brush. Yeah. Because they'd never touch one. Well, look, we're going a little bit off topic, but I will raise also raise the, the point that like it was in the news um, recently um, with the uh, over in England there the, um, that when the results came out. And this is something that, they, that you know, we've kind of known anyway for a long time. But it turns out that the that the schools 
that um, basically are made up of a demographic that would be minority or closer to the poverty yeah. line get much better school results because they've learned oh. how to work for it. They have to work harder for for yeah. what they have. They have to work twice as hard. That's it. You know, and um, like if, if you know you're going to inherit something at the end of the day, like the closer you get to the poverty line, the less you're going to inherit. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like that's a generalization. We're not saying that like every person out there that inherited something or that comes from a yeah. background of privilege or wasters or anything like that. That's not what we're saying. We're just no, this is no. just this was something that was in the news. Yeah, that, um, adversity. I think makes, adversity makes you more of a yeah. Adversity makes you a freer thinker in terms of solutions. Like if you had to use a use a bit of an old belt to make a fan belt in a car because you couldn't afford to buy a fan belt you know that you can make a fan belt from something. Chris, I know you've done that many times, haven't you? I actually have. I use balloons. Yeah. <laughs> You're a balloon model I, I, too, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I did, I did it with balloons. I made a fan belt out of braiding balloons together. Back to, to this me. thing. Oh yeah, the impellers, yeah. like It's fantastic technology and you can buy ones for your home. Like They're actually available as a product. Yeah, you know? I was like, I was kind of like, I was like, I was really shocked. I googled it, and oh. I was like, "Oh, I can buy one of these on Amazon, yeah. and and fit it to my tap." Oh. Now I probably won't because I've tried to do stuff like that before and realised um, I'm not a plumber, <laughs> so it's probably <laughs> a bit more complicated than just ordering it off off whoever. Um, yeah. But again, this is a technology, and like it's just unfortunate that we've had to wait until now to to start oh, looking yeah. at this stuff you know well, that like when I mean, it's it's there's a crisis going on in the environment right now do you, re- do you remember beyond 2000 the program on tv oh, where they were showing off new technologies it was it was in about 1995 to 97 i think mm. right the hydrogen car was on that like that's how long it's taken for the hydrogen engine to actually reach Ireland is from like 1995. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, back then they were going on about like in the year 2000, we should have these. And you, you know, know, like without kind of getting into like pointing fingers or anything like that, we like to just stick to facts here always. Mm-hmm. And you know, oh, yeah, we don't yeah. always get it right. If anybody ever feels like they want to add something to the conversation, everybody is very, very welcome to yeah. come here and add to the conversation. But, yeah. um, the reality is, is that there's been kind of a bit of a monopoly going on in the energy business for a long time. And I'm not going to mention any specific companies, but there are ones yeah. out there that are known for putting on competitions of like, oh, um, you know, I mean, like, didn't we have the water car back in the 80s and that technology just kind of disappeared? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was also a man who found out how to turn pig effluent into fuel for his car. Yeah. Um, he was he was in Wicklow, but he was forbidden from ever doing it again. I wonder no. why. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's a topic for we'll probably get in. We probably will get into yeah. that a little bit. We like to kind of yeah. we don't like to just come on here uh, and present problems without solutions. But all no. of this stuff is really important stuff to cover, so we mm-hmm. don't shy away from that kind of stuff. Are, right. Unless we're doing that right now, are we? I don't think we are. Mm-hmm. We said we'll, we'll come we're back to it. We're shying away from pointing fingers. Oh, that's right. right. We're not. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. we're shied away from pointing fingers, but that's a liable thing, you know. Uh, well, and it's a pl- and it's a, and it's. Do you know what I mean? I think we do say here, Chris, is like we concentrate on what we can do. I don't. I don't. I don't. Kind of like I'm not the kind of person that I, I'm gonna. I don't want to put my energy into something that is, you know, yeah. just gonna be a drain. 
Yeah. I'd like to put my energy into things that is going to be useful. And possible. Useful. That's it. Hey, sure. Um, I think that's as much as we can go on to. Yeah, for now anyway. Yeah. And like we said, we'll be coming back to the topic of zero waste. We did promise you last week that we'd be getting to that soon and we will be. Um, we've got some great uh, information and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and, you know, I encourage you to go and take a look yourself as well, because there's plenty of info out there. Oh, there's so many resources to look at. Yeah. So many. So that's just for now. We're still getting used to this studio, guys, okay? Thanks so much, everybody. Remember, get in touch. Like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> okay, keep uh, well.